Welcome to the Global Discussion, discussions with creatives, leaders and thinkers. My name is Simon Hodgkins and it's a real pleasure to be joined today by Jules Swain. Jules, you're very welcome to the podcast. Let's begin by asking you to introduce yourself and what you're involved in to our worldwide audience today. Over to you, Jules. Hi, Simon. Um, well, I got my finger in lots of pies, I suppose pe many people will say. Um, I suppose I'm most well known for being a paramedic um, out there on social media. Um, I've been with the ambulance service for 14 years and I've been qualified as a paramedic for 12. Um, and um, after I'd finished university for the final time, I said to myself, um, I decided to get back into my uh, love of reading and reading for pleasure instead of having to read a university textbook and um, so that kind of started probably about six or seven years ago um, really got into Twitter around that time and the only other thing that I would ever do other than be a paramedic is open a bookshop so I decided that social media would be a good way of making lots of contacts, finding out what was going on in the publishing industry, who all the authors of the moment were, the books of the moment, etc. Um, and when I first started getting into Twitter, I realised that a lot of publishers did this thing where they gave proofs away and I was like, what are proofs? I've no idea what they are. So started getting into all this thing about um, reading books early. And obviously I didn't have a big following back then. I'd just started. So I'd enter loads of competitions and respond to all these tweets about uh, books that were being given away. And eventually over time it got built up and I've never had a blog. I don't have a blog now. Um, I do my reviews on Goodreads and Storygraph and things like that and share them on social media. Um, and over the years, it's built up and built up um, to the point that uh, this year I won um, Book Blogger of the Year, which I was like really overwhelmed with. Um, and that was at uh, an event called the Book Party, which this year was in Blackpool. Um, and yes, they do like to say, because I've said I don't have a blog, Book Blogger of the Year does involve people who don't have blogs that review and are on social media and all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, so it's just spiralled from there to the point now that I have over 40,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and yes, I know Twitter is kind of, will not go there. Shall we just leave that there? Uh, but yeah, um, trying to get involved in Instagram and things like that now because Twitter's taking a little bit of a downturn, isn't it? But um, but yeah, it's just all spiralled and I am overwhelmed and really, really pleased with how it's gone. And um, I, I, just, I just love it. It's just my love of books, you know, realised, really. That's wonderful. And thank you, Jules, for giving us that context. So some people listen to this show, some people watch it as well. And for people that are in listen-only mode, behind Jules's shoulder, there's a, a bookshelf crammed full of books. Um, so it, it's obvious that she she has this passion for books. And congratulations, because, you know, from starting off, I suppose, saying, look, I'm just going to read for pleasure, because after all your university, all your learning, all that sort of academic, you know, text and, you know, from a, para, a, a paramedic perspective and all the learning that has to go into that, 
I can understand why you said, look, I just want to read something that I'm just going to enjoy for a little while. That makes perfect sense. But the meteor meteoric rise from that point to winning, you know, standing on stage, being photographed, going, okay, I'm now the the book blogger of the year. I mean, that that's I know it, it's been over a number of years, but it's been pretty quick in the in in the scheme of things. And your reviews are very well um read. Uh, people like the way that you review the books. Uh, you've you've got a growing following. So congratulations on the award. Congratulations on all you do. I know you're still extremely busy as a paramedic too. It's not that that stopped at all. No. Um, so you, you're sort of juggling all worlds, I suppose, at this stage. Um, I wanted to ask you, though, um, obviously being a reviewer, what do you think makes a good review? Like when you go about the process, and eventually you've got to get it down right onto a platform and share it with people on social media. But what are you looking for? How do you go about being a good reviewer? I think for me, obviously, honesty comes into it. Um, so, you know, I will never, ever talk on social media pretending that I loved a book just because a publisher sent it me or whatever. It's like that that's not me. It's it's down to honesty. Um and um I think reviews should be down to earth, obviously, that you know, people know me as a Yorkshire lass down to earth. Um and I just kind of say what I see and I do keep my reviews fairly short if I'm honest if people follow me reviews they will see that I don't write kind of long essay type reviews it's kind of short and to the point what I loved about it uh, what I got from it why um, it was a book that you know really um, got to me emotionally or something that made me happy or laugh out loud funny and you know that kind of thing just just being completely honest about it and uh, for me personally um, I know there's been a lot of talk on social media recently about reviewing books in a negative manner uh, for me personally I don't do negative reviews if I don't enjoy a book I don't review it and, main, and the main reason for that is because uh, life is too short there are a lot of books out there and if I don't enjoy a book then I, I won't actually finish it I'll give it 50 to 100 pages maybe and if it's not for me that's that's a do not finish for me I'm I'm quite ruthless these days because I've got that many books to read that I want to spend that time enjoying them and is it still is it still providing that enjoyment? And that I'm I'm imagining some level of escapism after the the busy paramedic world that you can dive into a good book that you enjoy that you're reading. But you're also I know you're looking at it through the the lens of a reviewer and thinking about it and reflecting on it. But is it is it still something that you enjoy? And what kind of books really resonate with you? What would you know if somebody said to you, what do you really like from a you know your own particular reading uh, passions? Where where would you go with that? Um, in the main, I do still enjoy it. It does get a little bit pressurised when you've got a lot of books um, to a particular deadline. Um, and I think, but I think some book reviewers, and I include myself in this, do put a lot of pressure on ourselves um, to think, oh, this publisher sent me a book and I must review it and I must do it by this date. And actually, if you contact publishers to say, look, I'm really struggling with this book or, you know, I've got so many, I've got a deadline, etc. and I'm not going to be able to meet it. The publishers are so lovely and will be like, yeah, I really appreciate that 
not everybody loves every book that's written and every book that we send so um yeah if you do if you are a reviewer and you feel pressured please do contact the publisher and just say i'm struggling here and you'll probably find that they'll be very understanding um, and in terms of what i enjoy um historical fiction's a big thing for me um that i really like um you know I, you're gonna I'm, say this and then i get put on the spot about books that i like and then i can't everything disappears out of my head um but um the crimson petal and the white by michelle faber is probably one of my favorites ever um and i've recently loved demon copperhead by barbara kingsolver as well which i know is not a historical fiction novel but um really really loved that so that that just gives you a quick flavor of the kind of thing that i like yeah, yeah. no thank you jules and are you just inundated with publishers just wanting to ship your books left right and center if you know a title's coming up, do you actively go out and reach out after it because you're, you're dying to review the latest book from, from XYZ author? Or how does it work? Have you just got far too much? You could spend your whole life doing this at this stage. Oh, gosh, how honestly. Select, how do you select them? That's really what I'm asking. Honestly, you should see my spare bedroom. It is full. I, I don't count them. And that's obviously books that I've bought myself as well. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm probably on a lot of publishers' lists now. So I do kind of automatically get some books just sent through that I weren't expecting. Um, main, in the main, publishers will contact me and say, could we send you this book? Um, and over time, I have got better at being honest and going back to publishers and saying, look, this is really not my cup of tea and um, I'm overwhelmed. I'm, you know, I've got a lot of books to read. And I think, again, talking about pressure, that takes that pressure off if you can go back and be honest. It is very, very, very rare for me to contact a publisher and say, can I have a copy of this book but I did do it very recently for uh, a copy of Northwoods by Daniel Mason uh, because Maggie O'Farrell had been raving about it um, so I did contact John Morris, the publisher and say could I please have a copy of this book and they were very obliging and they did send me one and I did love it um, so yeah it is rare for me to do that but I may very occasionally in an instance like that ask for one but I still feel like I'm being cheeky doing that. <laughs> I love that. And just before we move on to a few of the questions I want to ask you, well, we've got some time today. I just want to ask you about social media because obviously Twitter or X, as it's called now, it has gone through quite a lot of changes. I know you're, you're looking at other platforms too, but I did want to just talk about the community on social media for people that are uh, interested in books, have a love of books, and whether that's you know editors, authors, and publishers, there's this really big community isn't it on yeah. social media and it's only when you sort of start to tap into it you realize how wide and how vast this community is so you must get a lot of interaction from the community on social media yeah i do and, and yeah and i do think uh book twitter is fantastic um like I say, I'm trying to get into Bookstagram, but I'm not finding it quite as easy as I did Twitter. I don't, don't feel like it's as interactive, but maybe over time it will be. But yeah, I think the um, the book community is fantastic. Everybody rallies around each other, supports each other. Um, obviously, we try to do a lot for independent bookshops and um, indie publishers and um, authors that are not as well known. Um, and yeah, um, if you 
there have been a few instances of obviously I'm not going to name anyone but um, a few instances where people have been quite rude about book reviewers and you know turning books down and things like that and um, you will find that us book reviewers stick together and look after each other so yeah I think it is a great community definitely. That's wonderful. I want to ask you another question now as we change gears a little bit. I want to ask you about uh, your own life and your own career and whether that's as a paramedic, whether it's as a, a, a you know, a, an award-winning book reviewer. Um, but there must be people that you admire. Maybe there's been people that have inspired you along your, along your journey. Uh, when I ask you that kind of question, um, what springs to mind for you, Jules? Um, well, obviously, as a female, I'm always drawn to um, women who have done quite well in their careers. And um, one woman who does inspire me is um, Davina McCall. Um, so she um, actually came out on my ambulance with me about... I think it's probably about five years ago, we filmed a programme for um, ITV called A&E Live. Um, and I'd always admired her anyway, but then um, when she came out on the ambulance and I you know, spent a shift with her, she was really, really lovely. And the things that I like about Davina are um, that she seems to me a very kind of uh, down-to-earth person, that uh, her... Um, lifestyle in terms of her physical fitness which is a big thing for me as well uh, I love training and running and the gym and things and then um, she's um, obviously a big advocate for menopause at the moment as well so um, yeah just just women like her really inspire me who are just um, she uses a platform for a lot of great things I think. No that's great thank you for sharing that and what about advice? You know, obviously, um, you share advice in a, in, a, in a professional capacity and you also receive advice. But when you think about your, your journey so far, is there any advice that you've received that you, you find yourself wanting to share with people? Or have you got any advice for our audience today? Um, I can't think of any particular advice that I've been given. Um, I do remember, I won't name her because um, I met her recently and she's kind of gone off social media, so I'm not going to say her name. But if she ever listens to this or sees it, then she'll know what I mean. Um, but years ago, when I started out my Twitter journey, um, a lady who worked in my local bookshop was really, really supportive of um, my journey to get into book reviewing and helped me with um, books of the moment and things like that. And I remember when I met her, I'd, like I say, I just started out on my Twitter journey and she had like 5,000 followers on Twitter. And I was like, how did she get 5,000 followers? Um, and then obviously mine's just grown massively over that time. So I'm always really grateful to her because I, I do view her as someone who helped me out on my journey. Um, and in terms of advice for other people, if we're talking a book reviewing journey, I think it's just that keep at it. It is hard in the beginning. Um, if it's it's same as everything that everybody ever says, if you want something really badly, you can get it if you put in the time and the commitment. And it can be slow in the beginning, but um, just keep going. 
and you know reach out to other people who are doing the same thing as you and you know like we've said people are generally quite supportive so and i'm always happy for people to contact me if they want to know anything so um yeah yeah that's wonderful jules and look obviously you 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 used the word earlier that sometimes it can be a bit pressurized you know you're trying to fit everything in uh sometimes you're so engrossed in the book you're just having a wonderful time i'm sure um but when I talk to people on the show, I like to ask them a little bit about their own planning style. Are you a planner or are you just somebody that just lets things happen? Do you look at things in sort of three months, six months, 12 months? Here's what I want to do. Here's how many books I want to have reviewed this year. How does the planning process work for you or how do you go about that? What's on your horizon? Um, well, I am definitely not a planner at all. And, you know, when I look back over my life, and, and this is obviously just general, not just in terms of book reviewing, but um, I always very much see life as a bit of a crossroads. And you reach a certain point and you come to this crossroads and you make a decision which way you're going to go. And the decision that you make is whatever is right for you at that time. And when I look back on my life about all these decisions that I've made, whether it's personal life, career, whatever, um, whatever way I've gone, it's always kind of turned out okay in the end. And, and that's the way I look at life now. Um, so I don't think ahead to where I'm going to be in 12 months time because I just kind of think in six months, a particular decision might need to be made and I will make the decision at that time. Um, and I just kind of wing it and see where it's going to go and that's worked out quite well for me so far so um yeah and in terms of books I do try to plan and then another book will land on my doorstep and think oh I need to read that now so um so yeah I'm not obviously I do have certain reviews that I need to do by a certain date but um yeah very much a wing it and we'll see I understand, yeah. And those best laid plans sometimes get swapped around, don't they, I imagine? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, thank you. No, it's great just to get that insight. And look, before we finish today, Jules, one thing I have to ask you is, if people want to connect with you, join you on X, uh, check out your reviews, where do you want to point people to? Where's the best place that people can maybe reach out and, and find out all this great work that you do? Um, so I'm mainly still active on Twitter, that will remain, or X, that will remain my um, main platform because it's the, it's just for me the place that I love to be. Um, so um, my uh, social media handle is at the Reading Para. Um, so that's my social media handle for everything, apart from TikTok, which is at the Reading Paramedic. Um, but yeah, so and I'm on Goodreads as well. And like I say, on Storygraph. But if you go to any of my social media platforms, uh, I have a link tree in my profile and everything um, that I am on, you can find in there. Well, that's wonderful. And it brings us nicely to the end of this episode of the Global Discussion. Uh, so thanks to everybody who's been watching and listening to us discussing this wonderful topic today and finding out all about Jules Swain, an award-winning book reviewer and a leading uh, paramedic in our own right. So um, make sure that you uh, like, follow, subscribe, do everything I need you to do to help support the show. And of course, go and check out Jules Swain on social media. Have a little look through that link tree at all the wonderful things that she's got for you there. 
And I hope that you'll join me back here for some more discussions with more creatives and leaders and thinkers just like Jules. So thank you, Jules. It's been wonderful to talk to you today. Thanks, Simon.